When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the CHGO Sky podcast sponsored by, presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. My name is Janice Scurrio. With me, as always, is the inimitable Sabria Whitaker. Sabria, how are you doing this lovely Monday, early evening, late afternoon? I am good. How are you? I'm I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Uh, we've got some uh, some great news to catch up on from the week. Um, so, if you're like me, and I know you are, uh, if you're terminally online, there has been just a lot of I don't know how how do I put this nicely with a lot of a lot of a BS uh, that has been on Twitter. I don't like you were part of that just marathon Twitter space that was going on from like early this morning. And I think it literally just ended, right? I, I think it just like just ended maybe about a half hour ago, but I don't even think it ended a half hour ago. Like when I was last on Twitter, it had ended. I'm looking now and I don't see it, but that doesn't mean it's not still going. <laughs> Oh my God! It's like your therapist saying that the uh, the marathon Twitter space is not real. It can't hurt you, uh, but it's just like I, I, I tuned in for maybe a like thirty seconds, and then I'm just like, oh my God, I can't do this. I have to go back to work. Uh, so, uh, if you're my boss, uh, definitely you did not hear the last thirty seconds of this podcast. Um, but from what I saw, the Twitter reactions to that were not great. Essentially, it is this random man thinking that he can just like just speak on the W and just criticize how the game is played, as well as a lot of the leading voices uh, in the WNBA community. Uh, but I, 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 I heard your comment, though. I, I heard your comment about how we're trying to be as respectful as possible to him while, um, say, uh, mentioning that it's really not his place to speak on a lot of those issues. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yes. So in his defense, though, he did not expect <laughs> what happened to happen. Be okay, so... I recently just started having like basketball-ish conversations with um, Daniel Artest. And so we just became like mutuals on Twitter. And so when someone that's your friend is in a space, right, it pops up at the top. I saw him in there and the name of the space was WNBA Championship. Yeah. But when I clicked on it, you know, like when you click on it and it tells you how many people, it only said plus four people. So it was like essentially no one in there. It's literally like a guy and a group of his friends having a conversation that they probably should have just had on Zoom. But they're like having conversation. And so he's just listening. And immediately when I get in the space, he sends me a message like, I don't know what's going on here. So I don't know how he stumbled upon it, but he stumbled upon it. So I'm hearing these terrible takes about 
oh, Sylvia Fowles dunked during the All-Star game, and she's never dunked in the 10 years that I've been watching. And if you have that in your bag, you should dunk. NECA, Gwumike, dunk during the All-Star game. Why don't you dunk? So all these just like the same comments, like if you're on ESPN tweet or something, just literally that, but just like, why don't they dunk and yada, yada, yada. So I'm hearing it and it's baffling to me. So that's why I'm still in the space because I'm just like, I like to argue and I like to have debates. And I feel like mm-hmm. to do that, I need to understand where someone is coming from. Like, just because you have a terrible opinion and you're wrong, doesn't mean that I can't understand how you got here. Cause that's, to me, that's how a lot of miscommunication happens. Like, I feel like I can easily change your mind if I understand your reasoning of how you got here. Right. Or I can at least explain to you how wrong you are. So that's why I stayed. But the longer I stayed, the more other people saw me up there on their home screen in the space. So now it kind of looks like, oh, Sabrina's in this space. It's a good space to be in. That was not the case. And so then jokes just started popping off, which made us all stay in the space even longer because we were joking about it in real time. And it ended up being like, five six hours of just jokes like endless jokes down the timeline (laughs) yeah because i saw you in there and so i jumped in uh just mainly because i saw a couple of uh other w people talking about it so i saw corbin uh and Aaliyah from the mercury podcast talk about it and i'm just like all right i gotta see what's going on like for myself so all in all it was a conversation that was not meant to be public but uh, perhaps uh they should you know know a little bit about twitter spaces how it definitely is a public space uh and then uh yeah it just kind of blew up from there uh but yeah the, the reactions i've seen are just like what is this this is an, an, a whole mess like, like, and it was just like the thing that bothered me most, even when I got in this space and I took it as this is just a guy and a group of his friends, I didn't appreciate. So it was like maybe three guys and one girl. And she, I guess, represented the voice of former basketball player, like former women basketball players. So she would kind of push back on some stuff and be like, well, the game is more fundamental, yada, yada. But he was, like, rude to her. He would over-talk her, but they seemed to be friends. And I'm just like, girl, don't let him talk to you like that. Like, he's mansplaining you. He's cutting you off. He's just completely talking over you. It was super misogynistic. So I felt like she needed some backup. So that's kind of, like, where it came about. Just But even in talking to her, he was so sure. Like, it was never like a, well, you know, I don't really know as, like, a, like a what am I trying to say? Like, a, a warning to what he's about to say. But he was speaking with so much confidence, like, it's fact. And that's why I was just like, where are you getting this from? Because he was on there just saying outrageous things. Like, I've never, Sylvia Fowles has never dunked. That's a lie. That's That's a lie. Like, just speaking about a lot of things. Like, oh, and players, it's not about the money. Players will tell you it's about the travel. Where are you getting this stuff from? So I kind of was just like, look. You don't know enough to be speaking like it's facts. But like I said, we kind of helped make it worse because more people were coming in there. But I don't even want him speaking like it's facts to his three friends. And they're walking around because that's how people's mindsets just get so warped. Like, man, I was having this space and he's talking like he like I just didn't like that. But it's hilarious. There's he called Brittany um 
Brianna Sykes. And now there's a burner page for Brianna Sykes. A few people have changed their names to Brianna Sykes. It's, if you ask me, it's hilarious. I think it really was a good teachable moment, though, because the more people came in and they really like packed him up, he, he had a moment of like, wow, y'all do know more than me. So maybe I should be more conscious of how I'm saying things and where I'm saying them in a platform like this. So hopefully he fed his child and she can stop crying and <laughs> oh so yeah. so i i did notice the crying baby in the background and i didn't know like whose child that was maybe the child was crying at the the, the horrible takes maybe that was it he, it was him yelling for sure but every but it got to the point where like <laughs> people came in and shifts and the one common thing that everybody said was like, that baby's still crying. So I think everybody just thought she was hungry because like, if you have your child, I know you're not doing anything because you're sitting here yelling at us in spaces. So yeah, I hope she's okay. And I hope he takes this moment. I don't know how many followers he got from this. I don't really know if that helps his platform, but whatever happened, I hope he takes it and uses it for good because it was a great conversation i'm sure w twitter wish we could have a a weekly space where we just are on there literally from like your lunch break till you get off work so <laughs> uh i want to go back to your point about how that's how like people's minds get warped and i think like that's also too how a lot of misinformation is spread as well where essentially uh, you're given this platform, uh, you're saying all these wild, outrageous things, and like to a, a degree, just because it's, it's a public forum, it's a, it's a popular public forum, um, someone out there is going to take you seriously. So someone out there is going to either agree with uh, his crazy ramblings or just even take it as fact if, say, they're not as educated as, say, you, I, or, or uh, say, the average W fan, I guess, to, to make a generalization there. Uh, but yeah, uh, all in all, uh, I, I really do hope he learned from this. Uh, he, he effed around and found out. From, <laughs> he I mean. did. He got packed up a few times. So <laughs> shout out to W Twitter. Cause that was, uh, that was enough entertainment. Look, W Mondays never disappoint. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, all right. So, uh, there are surprisingly, there are only a few weeks left in the WNBA regular season. Uh, that went by fast. That went by real fast. We've got only about like three weeks, a little over three weeks before, uh, the playoffs start. Uh, so speaking of the playoffs, uh, your 21 and seven sky went two and one this week. Uh, so they reached 20 wins for the fourth and fastest time in franchise history. Um, they also locked up a playoff berth too. Uh, the, the, the aces of whom we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, they're also locked in for the playoffs as well. So uh, the one thing that we talk about all the time on this damn show is running it back. The sky are going to run it back sky and four. Uh, yeah. Like that, that's absolutely real. Like you think we were lying to you? No, we were not lying to you. Like we knew, we knew on this show that uh, great things were going to happen this year. Uh, they, they made the right moves in the offseason. Uh, we've seen players like Rebecca Gardner uh, come through. Uh, Azare Stevens even looks great off the bench. And, of course, you can't forget Candace Parker, Kalia Copper, uh, uh, Julie Aleman, and Emma Mieseman. Uh, everything is clicking. Everything is coming together. Uh, but we'll be talking about that in a little bit. 
Um, but to digress slightly, uh, so the Indiana Fever were officially eliminated from playoff contention this week as well. And I know you've got pretty strong thoughts on the Fever. Uh, but on the bright side, they're going to have another top four lottery pick in 2023. So, so, so good for them. Good for them there. Uh, would you like to uh, give the Fever uh, their flowers uh, for, for, for the 2022 season? I don't, I don't really have, I wouldn't really call it flowers. Um, listen, you do right by people. I said it before, like, I don't really appreciate the way some stuff went down um, earlier in the season. I don't, I don't appreciate them not giving Tiffany Mitchell uh, minutes, like, lean into your rookie class by all means, because I do feel like they will become the face of the franchise, but that doesn't mean go away from your vets. Like, I don't I don't really know what they were doing there. I hope they get it together, though, because I'm still torn between, like, oh, those are our cousins and the rivalry that I really want between us. But I need them to, like... The geographical rivalry, but of course... Yeah, like, I need them to get it together. Yeah. And, and I don't really want people to, um, like, cringe if their name is called during the draft, like, by the Indiana Fever. So everyone is already, like... Maybe Aaliyah's probably going there. Everybody thought it was going to be the Mystics trying to take to get her. It's looking like Indiana. If Henny stays, I'm not really mad at that. But I think Victoria Vivians and Tiffany Mitchell, I know for a fact Tiffany Mitchell is at the end of her contract right now. So they're probably going to have a very interesting offseason. I also don't really appreciate the way they did Bria Hartley, who mm. is now out with an injury again in the last game with Connecticut. So I just feel like karma was a big thing last season. It's feeling like a big thing this season. But um, I hope you get it together, cousin. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's sort of like the cousin that you uh, see at the family party or the reunion where it's just like, uh, you need to get it together. I mean, I ain't going to help you, but you need to get it together. Yeah. <laughs> so on a brighter note, uh, some players that I think are doing extremely well lately. Skylar Diggins-Smith dropped 35 points versus the Storm on Friday. And uh, Tina Charles uh, with 7,000 career points, uh, the fourth WNBA player uh, to do so. Uh, she dropped 27 points, 15 rebounds on Sunday. And I really like uh, how she's definitely coming to her own uh, with the storm. Um, I know uh, we're not too far away from the F Tina Charles chant uh, that we heard. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I feel as if uh, she's in a much better place now. I just want to, and see, this is probably why I will never be on any Dubai's WNBA media list ever again, because I wholeheartedly believe that someone should have asked Sophie either before the game, during halftime, since they want to pull her on the cameras all the time, or at least post game, is it still fuck Tina Charles? I want to know. You said it. It was reported. Do you still feel that same way now that she's in the building? Because yeah. Twitter kind of didn't appreciate the way that the announcers were refusing to say her name they were just like oh 31 31 like you know her name like y'all don't have to be shady too and I think that's why a lot of people talk about certain announcers and their biases showing but then like that so that on top of just the fact that we know Sophie said this in Dallas and um the crowd booing and I'm not saying they gotta love her because she did what was right for her and she left y'all high and dry okay cool but 
the way y'all are acting and how Sophie responded and the coach's comments, it's just like, well, no wonder. Because I probably would have left you too. Like, what's going yeah. on? So, I don't know. I just wish somebody would have asked. I really do. Yeah. And I mean, as, as journalists, as analysts, uh, we have a responsibility to seek the truth, right? We, we, we definitely have uh, not necessarily an obligation, but like we, we should be at least like trying to seek the truth and like trying to like be curious, like say, hmm, is, is, is this still in motion? Is this energy still here? Uh, so uh, yeah, um, I like you and I probably like would have asked questions if we, we would have had, you know, the... <laughs> the agency to do so. Uh, but yeah, that still kind of hangs. But uh, I, I feel as if at this point, uh, she she's definitely, uh, Tina Charles has definitely uh, made a statement on her own there. Yeah, good for Tina. Good for Tina. Good for Tina. Uh, all right. So uh, just some general Sky news. Uh, Courtney Vandersloot has missed another game due to concussion protocols. Uh, so now that's uh, four games uh, that she's missed. Uh, after getting a concussion against the Sparks on July 14th. Uh, so when asked about a Sloot's concussion, uh, Coach Wade said, we don't want any setbacks. When she's back, she's going to be 100%. We want this thing over with. We're trying to do the best we can to make sure she's healthy. And so I did read some comments that there was some concern with the noise at Wintrust. I know she also didn't travel uh, with the team to New York. Um, I haven't heard anything else uh, in the pipeline uh, regarding uh, tomorrow's game uh, versus the Aces. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I admit that I am a little bit worried. How are you feeling? I am super concerned. Like, is she okay? Like, this is a long time to be out. But this is what I'm talking about. Like, I feel like a broken record. And honestly, as much as I love to talk, I'm tired of saying the same thing about these refs. Like, I keep saying it's too dangerous out there because right after that, like you're setting a tone of not calling, you know, shooting fouls in the whole first half of games. But then the last game day, who it was like Brianna Stewart and Tiffany had Tiffany Hayes needs a helmet, I, like truly, because she's always on the ground and they collide. And Brianna Stewart was like a centimeter away from concussion protocol herself. But I think like maybe her ponytail saved her. And then the whole collision um, or just incident with, with Bria, it's just like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be here. And that's what I'm saying. When you have teams that are truly fighting for something and they're kind of like at a 10, but you're just trying to survive and get through. And so maybe you're at an eight, but you're constantly getting hounded. And so now that kind of like takes you up a little bit. And now y'all basically just fighting on the court. And now we have an injury that, we literally should not have. It was no yeah. fault of our own. It wasn't like poor low management from the coach. It was just not enough whistles being blown and setting a safe tone for the game. But I am like super concerned though, because I know people go into concussion protocol all the time and come like right back out. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm super concerned. Especially considering uh, Sloot went on, I think, like, what was it like an 80 game streak where she didn't miss any games at all? Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, th th this just compared to that is very concerning. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't heard any updates. I haven't heard any news. Um, this guy have yet to announce uh, any injury reports uh, for tomorrow. So I'm Maybe hoping that's a good thing. Like yeah, hopefully they're just like waiting for clearance or something. But when you get that email, 
please take a screenshot and send it to me. So I definitely will. I definitely will. Maybe it's like a no news is good news type thing. Uh, but I, I am hoping for the best. I'm hoping for the best here. Fingers crossed. Yes. Fingers crossed. All right. So uh, speaking of luck and speaking of fingers crossed, uh, you like us, right? You want to support us. Uh, so support CHGO, download the points bet app, use the code CHGO when you sign up. Do that right now. You get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And you make if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you get a free CHGO membership that unlocks all of our web content. We've got tons of Sky articles, and you even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. So that's $2,000 in free bets, a free membership, a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, there's a super awesome sky shirt that I highly suggest you, you cop all for making a more than $50 first time deposit at points bet. So any questions, email us at pointsbet at allchjo.com. We'll help you out. So you're home for live in play betting just got better. See an edge in the game you're watching is your favorite team prime for a comeback. Don't bet, watch the game, but along with it live. So more live betting, more live markets and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets. The moment they hit stay in the live action all game long, long download the points bet app right Right now, use promo code CHGO, like we mentioned at the top of the show. So what are you waiting for besides us to break down the week? In hey, okay. okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's your time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Was that the cue you were looking for? Were you really no. to say live your bet life? No, no. I literally just got, uh, so someone on Twitter that's listening to this added me. And I didn't know what it was. And yeah. I opened it. And it's it's Annie saying, James Wade says, Sloot will be available for tomorrow's <gasps> Commissioner's Cup championship game. So, like, I couldn't hold it in. Like, I didn't even think about the fact that you were doing an ad read. It just was like, hey, because we were just talking about it. Hey, okay. you know what? You know, you know that that's honestly the best thing to interrupt an ad read with. In with, you know, just as long as we get like good salute injury news, like like that is totally fine. Uh, so, like, what are you waiting for besides good salute injury news and a clean injury report? Is, is that all? Like, I think uh, I can even check the injury report right now if it's out. So, in that case, uh, no. That was important info before anyone placed the bet, you know? Oh, there you go. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. There we go. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Annie. Thank you for that intel. Uh, there we go. Woo! Oh, Salute is practicing with the team again today. That's excellent. Yes. Thank you so much, Annie. Yeah. Uh, so, once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life uh, with, uh, with Annie Costabelle's updates on uh, Courtney Vandersloot. So, uh, thank you. So, of course, if you or someone you know have a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. All right. So uh, that's actually a really great segue here. So uh, Courtney Vandersloot uh, will be back for tomorrow's game against the Aces. And the Commissioner's Cup final is tomorrow at Wintrust Arena. All right. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to talk about the Commissioner's Cup right now. We can talk about the past week later on. Um, so in case you didn't know, uh, the Commissioner's Cup. Uh, so uh, eat. Each of the 12 WNBA teams designated a local charitable or civic organization to receive donations from the WNBA as a part of the 2022 Commissioner's Cup. Uh, so uh, the theme is civic engagement. So uh, the Sky and the Aces won nine of their Commissioner's Cup games. Uh, so the Sky uh, earned money for my block, my hood, my city. And uh, the, the Aces uh, got money for ACLU of Nevada for uh, $18,500 each. 
So uh, really awesome uh, for the teams to be winning money for their charities respectively. Uh, but as for the prizes themselves, there's a $500,000 prize pool. Each player on the winning team will earn $30,000 and players on the runner-up team will win $10,000. And uh, the MVP on each team, oh, I didn't know that there was an MVP on each team, well, will earn an additional $5,000. Uh, so uh, something that I think is new for this this year, uh, fans attending are going to get a free NFT. Uh, and I think that in my notes, I just wrote meh, uh, just mainly because like, you know, my feel thoughts and feelings on NFTs. I'm, I'm just like, 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 what the hell is this? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who asked for it. Um, no Twitter, one Twitter is always so funny. Um, so today it was announced that they get extra like, don't make me lie. Like fifteen hundred, maybe fifteen thousand dollars in the coin. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. Somebody coin, and everyone's just like, <laughs> "What? Why are we doing this?" Um. Yeah. I don't. I really am still confused on NFTs. But hey, if they like it, I guess I love it. Yeah, um, an NFT, uh, like anyone can obtain an NFT just by taking a screenshot of something. You can take a screen, you, you could take a screenshot of me and Sabria's faces, and that is going to be your CH, your free CHGO <laughs> NFT. Take a screenshot right now. Uh, it is absolutely free. It is our gift to you. Uh, you could sell it if you want to. Uh, you can find someone to pay ten thousand dollars of your for your screenshot. It's 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 pretty much the same dang thing. Um, but yeah, uh, pl players will get $5,000 in, in Bitcoin, um, you know, just a, a very volatile currency format. I, uh, in my notes, I also wrote meh as well. <laughs> but okay. So this is where we need to do the follow-ups with like the journalists or whoever is able to ask the hard hitting questions without any mm, vengeance, I guess, from the league or team PRs or whatever. Did they ever get their money last year? Because there was a big thing hmm. about one of the players that was like one of the Storm players was asked later in the season about their Commissioner's Cup money. And she kind of just revealed that because she didn't play in like all the Commissioner's Cup games or like meet the threshold of like a certain number she wasn't getting the full amount and so I don't know if anyone has ever followed up with like well did you get your amount that you were supposed to get what are the rules because we don't see that on that very long page where you have to do like the Pythagorean theorem and stuff to figure out who's going to get home court advantage so I don't really know but I, I feel like somebody should figure that out like did you all get the money Where, where's the money because if you got, because if you got a certain amount, right? Like if I'm like, okay, there's 11 people on this team, and I'm saying I'm gonna give them this amount of money. Like you have the budget. So then let's say I'm out for whatever reason. I don't play for all the games, and you're like, we're gonna take two bands. Well, what are you gonna do with it? Why? Like you can't talk about, oh, we give, you know, players opportunities for marketing agreements to stay during the off season so they don't have to go overseas. And all this about increasing their pay, but then you're like, you didn't play, so I'm gonna have to take some of that money. Like, if they were dressed, do they not qualify? Like, if if my coach doesn't put me in, that's messing with my money. I'm confused. I, I think we need to um send an email 
to ask if Kathy would like to join the show to explain that of the commissioner's cut, because I don't know. Because my question is, I'm assuming that all of this money is allocated for each player. Uh, And so if, say, uh, player A does not play, uh, they like you mentioned, like they get two bands taken away. But where do those bands go? Like, do, do they go in some sort of like mystery account that will pay for I the charter know, flight? Maybe charter flights. Yeah, charter flights. Yeah, where where does that money go? I'm, hey, I'm, if that's the answer, tell me. Look, tell me something. Is it going <laughs> to go to a new league pass next season where we can go back to watching multiple games at once? Tell me something. Just tell me something. That's the thing. I don't really care per se but i just want to know i just want to know that you know or that you think that i care and that you should tell me because we should know these things right like if someone walking down the street oh i heard the aces playing the scott tomorrow on the commissioner's cup what's that about don't give me the lie i don't know <laughs> i don't know so as as the ambassadors of the game i feel like we should maybe get like a a frequently asked question like a note card of like easy things you should know if trying to sell someone else on this game mm. like camp day games i'm tired of having to go and fight for my life on the timeline every day i don't want to be that person that looks like the angry person yelling about basketball like buddy in spaces but like i'm i get upset like my, my first instinct is like it's for the kids it's for the kids but then i'm like oh they don't even know that it's for the kids so yeah let's let's do something like that (laughs) that was me last week the uh the get off my lawn uh but 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 i changed my tune though it's definitely important for uh for the children to see the game and to appreciate uh the wnba for what it is but we'll we'll get into that in a little bit so tomorrow's game is going to be at 7 30 um it can be streamed on amazon prime or how about you know just showing up uh our tickets to Tomorrow's game, are they available through Grow the Game? No, that did not pop up because I believe it's a league event. So, oh. like, yeah, it's not a Sky thing. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's the disconnect. If it's a league event, like the finals, I'm sh- sure I'll probably run into the same thing, like, if they make it to the finals or maybe even the playoffs i don't know so that being said if you want a discounted ticket go to growthegamew.com and get it now because i don't know if i'll be able to provide that once we get into the postseason Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah definitely good to snatch up those tickets now while you can uh there's only a handful of home games left uh through the rest of the regular season uh so show up show out uh that is one thing that we always stress on this show uh, but let's talk a little bit about the Aces. Uh, so I believe the Sky are two and one against the Aces this year. Uh, the last two games, it seems as if the Sky are handling the Aces well. We talked a little bit about how the Sky's bench is definitely a little deeper than the Aces. Essentially, you knock their starters out, uh, handle that bench, and that's pretty much the key. To, the, the keys to the game, right there. But that's a, a very big generalization. So going into tomorrow, uh, do you think that the Sky will uh, keep this good momentum up and be able to handle the starters and get to that bench, or has anything changed? I just, I don't know. I hope they got the rest, but this weekend for them was brutal. And Mm -hmm. I don't really know if there's enough ice and recovery that can get them ready. I don't know. I really don't know. 
and I'm not saying that as an excuse, but like it's the truth. Like I knew that game was gonna be a mess just because I knew that Dallas game was gonna be so physical, just because that's just Dallas. Yeah, the rest not calling the calls didn't help. Then having to be at the airport at 4:30 the next morning after playing a night game. Like, if, if y'all were gonna do that, why didn't y'all give them like well, it was what a Friday? Was it Friday? Uh, oh, uh, Saturday, uh, Dallas was Friday. Uh, right. New York was so, Saturday. Yeah. Right. So I guess like you can't really do like a 3 p.m. game on a Friday, but then you shouldn't have given them a game that Saturday. So yeah, that, I, that, that was is, that was just is. tough for them. Right. Yeah. Not only are you, uh, yeah, Dallas to New York, uh, that's not a short distance. And also, too, you're taking the time zone into consideration. You're jumping an hour into the future uh, when you when you go to New York. Uh, not a huge turnaround at all. And I know uh, a huge recurring theme in the W this year uh, are travel woes. Just everyone just seems to be going through uh, lots of delays, uh, just flying commercial. Uh, just absolutely uh, terrible. And, you know, as a result, you're getting players who are not very well rested, uh, players that are understandably tired, uh, having to deal with a lot, a large amount of physical and, you know, mental stress uh, all within a very short period of time. Um, but especially, uh, yeah, this is a great segue into uh, the game against the Liberty. Uh, so going into Saturday on the sky, we're on a six game win streak. Uh, so they lost to the Liberty at 8380. Uh, so I don't know. Um, I wrote here uh, nothing much to see here. Uh, in my opinion, winning three out of four without Sloot ain't that bad. Uh, so I know a lot of concern uh, with Sloot being a huge playmaker and kind of running the floor when she's there. Uh, but I, I feel as if uh, Julie Alamond uh, is kind of coming into her own uh, in Sloot's stead. I know she wasn't brought in to replace Sloot, but rather to kind of kind of like take the pressure off of her. Um, but in this game, uh, it was overall a really poor shooting game. Uh, they shot a season worst 33.3% uh, in the first quarter. Uh, they only made five out of 15 shots. So, uh, yeah, a lot of that tiredness in the first quarter, uh, definitely apparent there, like you said before. Um, but uh, goodness. Uh, but they really tried, though. They really tried. Uh, so Emma Mieseman uh, had a three-pointer that bounced off the rim at the buzzer. And I know Coach Wade says she, may, she makes that play nine times out of ten. Uh, so uh, this was the tenth time, I suppose. Uh, but at least New York slept, snapped a five-game losing streak. Uh, good for them, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to talk nicely about them for the time being just because <laughs> Girl the Game has a group with them in August. Yeah. But, I mean, I couldn't have asked for this guy to do more. I don't know. If, I guess maybe, like, it's charity. Like, here, maybe New York will need that W later down the line. But actually, isn't it New York? No, I think I said I had smoke with New York because they're the reason why the Sparks didn't make it into the postseason last season. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we did not just give them – the win to do that to somebody else this season, but I couldn't have asked for more. I mean, like, they just got beat up, right? Like that was a such a physical game. Two of Dallas's players went out, so I know it was super physical, and we were already shorthanded. They did what they needed to do because that game shouldn't have even been close. If we're gonna be completely honest, I expected New York to come and mop the floor with them. Like they seem to play great every time. Obviously, I'm sure having that inside information on the bench. Like I mm -hmm. always expect New York to play well because 
the scouting that they have just from knowing the workings of Coach Wade and the systems that we run. I expect them to do that. And, you know, before Sabrina made history with the triple-double and a loss. But I just expected them to come in and do the easy work. Like, we're already tired. Like, the sky really were like, here you go. And then to, to boil it, for it to boil down for, like, what, a possession and a rebound? Mm-hmm. It, should, it should not have even been that close. But I'm really, really proud of Chicago for coming in there and saying we don't want to make excuses. Like, at the end of the day, it is what it is. The schedule is what it is. Um, their delay flight was what it was. And they went out there and they played as hard as they could, and I appreciate them for that. So I'm not mad about the lot. To me, I know there's no such thing as moral victories, but that was a win to me. That's true, yeah. Uh, I, ain't made a, I ain't mad about it either. Uh, they tried. Uh, they didn't get mocked uh, by the Liberty. Uh, so otherwise, hey, you know what? It, it was a great effort. Uh, and I mean, uh, I know Sabrina uh, definitely kind of gave them the business, especially with, with 19 seconds left. Uh, and, and then just kind of uh, followed by Rebecca Gardner just, just right at the very end. Uh, yeah, they tried. So I ain't mad at it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Dallas, like you said, very physical game. Uh, and all starters scored in double figures. Uh, Ka had a really great game, 19 points, shot five for nine from the field. Uh, and uh, yeah, the Sky loved their assists. So on Friday, they recorded their eighth, 18th consecutive game with 20 or more assists, and that is a new WNBA record. Uh, so awesome on them. Woo! Uh, did you see the p- pass that Candace had? It was like a, this like sweet one-handed touchdown pass to find Emma Mieseman. And mm-hmm. like, it was just from across the court, too. I, I, I just watched that video over and over again. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was um, I don't know if I would call it a beautiful pass, but it, it, was, it was a very interesting trick pass indeed. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, it looks as if, uh, yeah, this was a very physical game. Like, like you said, uh, just this guy got beat up. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, did you have any big takeaways from, from that, that, that Dallas game? Um, yeah, but it was about Dallas. Um, well, I will say Chicago loves to make me nervous when they don't have to. <laughs> um, but Dallas I don't I don't appreciate the team energy of Dallas because at the end of the game when Alicia Gray went down and this is the person that's holding the ball so all eyes should have been on the ball and her because she's holding the ball so everybody on Dallas's team should have seen what happened you know she lost the ball because the sky got the ball and it was a possession that y'all really needed to convert to points to stay in the game and she goes down with a bad a clear and bad injury obviously because she lost the ball in play the sky keep going and do whatever but it took them forever to get the foul and I get it that definitely wasn't a foul that you wanted to use but I mean if they already had the ball do the math, like just give the foul so that your teammate can get some attention. They left her in the backcourt. It all look, don't get me started with backcourt and front court, but they left her on the other side of the court. Nobody went over there. They're just looking. Eventually, Marina Marina Mabry had to get off the bench to go help her up. 
no one else comes to even help her off the court and she's literally hopping away now fortunately i believe she was good enough to play in the next game that dallas had but that really that really shocked me that just really shocked me because every time i watch any other team someone goes down someone does anything that remotely looks like a cause for concern i see people sprinting she's down y'all had to use a foul to get her up and nobody came and picked her up what type of teammates are y'all listen i'm not rooting i don't have anything nice to say i can't root for that because that was just super disrespectful and i'm from the mindset of like whatever y'all got going on whatever beef y'all have going on i don't care if y'all don't like her i don't care if you know she cussed y'all out right before the game you don't let other teams and fans see that because now they know how to pick apart y'all weakness. Y'all clearly don't rock with her. So now I'm going to go at her every time because I know that y'all are not coming because y'all don't have her back. Yeah. So I didn't really appreciate that. Like, I don't know if they just have like every man for himself mentality because Dallas is probably literally fighting for minutes. But hey, shout out to Charlie for finally getting some minutes, having not seen the court since June. Yeah. I don't know who's the owner over there, the president, whatever. Somebody needs to get Dallas some help. It's just too much. Marquita says two Dallas injuries and the team seemed like they didn't care at all. My whole section noticed that Dallas didn't really seem to care. And I'm just like, 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 like what if that's you on the floor and you see that your teammates are just like, meh, like, that, 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 that's not good for morale. And of course, I mean, that kind of leaves you out in the open to get picked on in the future too. And Alicia is a good player and she shows up for them and delivers and does what she needs to do. So I really, really didn't appreciate that. And I'm like, and I'm not usually a person that's screaming free a player, but free Alicia and get her out of there. Like, I like it's kind of like I don't want this for Indy. Like, I kind of want Indiana and Dallas to switch. Like, I feel like what Dallas deserves is what Indiana has going on. Or like give it to at least the team that can because the thing about Indiana. They be losing, but I can't tell, you know, the way they act with each other. Like, it seems like they're still, like, they're happy to be there, at least with each other. Or at least that's what I see on social media. But I just really never have anything positive to say about Dallas. Hmm. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, on this show, we rarely say positive things about other teams. So, th so that's okay. But I think that kind of fits into uh, the, the theme here. <laughs> but I think that's a good thing. I think that's definitely a good thing. All right, let's talk about a little bit about the day camp game on Wednesday. 78-74 uh, win over Seattle. I thought this was interesting. It was an 86% attendance, according to ESPN. And you know that mostly everyone there are the children. The, the Chicago Sky are for the children. There you go. <laughs> and so we've talked about last week about how it, it, it really is important for uh, young girls Young boys, too. I, I feel as if that, like, boys definitely need strong female role models. Uh, and also, too, um, uh, everyone else in between. Uh, so uh, being able to watch uh, basketball uh, and uh, take in a game and just have a lot of fun, just see how fun all these games are and uh, just make a lot of noise and uh, scream and shout and do all that good stuff. Uh, and also, too, just get out of uh, just get get out of camp, too, uh, and watch a basketball game. I, I, I mean, if I was a kid, I would absolutely just be all for that. Uh, but otherwise, uh, Allie Quigley uh, had 18 points, was shot six for 10. 
but uh, yeah, uh, anything to say about this game? Anything that was a big standout to you or anything that you uh, noticed here? Eh, not really. I, I mean, you know how I feel about Seattle. <laughs> I so do. No. <laughs> I absolutely do. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely not uh, Sue Bird's last game uh, in Chicago. I believe they're coming back before the end of the season, too. And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about that before the season ends. Um, and I know your thoughts on that as well. Uh, <laughs> If you'd like to know my thoughts about uh, this podcast, we are hosted by the lovely folks at CHGO, part of the All City Network. Uh, we have podcasts and live shows on every team every day, post-game shows, premium written content for members at allchgo.com, dope merch for all teams, including the Sky as well as the Red Stars. Uh, there's a free shirt when you become a member. See this shirt right here? I think it is super dope and you should definitely sign up because you get it for free when you sign up. Uh, and there's also a members-only Discord uh, called the CHGO Lounge that you will have exclusive access to. So uh, anyway, uh, that is us. Uh, that is uh, who brings you this wonderful podcast. Uh, let's go ahead and move into our last segment of the show, Court of Law. This segment is where we have... <laughs> I, before we had like a hammer but that sounds new that sounds like i'm not exactly sure what that is sounds like like someone sawing into some wood or something it's like, actually my, a hammer I'm oh my, my goodness oh my oh, goodness it is literally a I hammer and normally i would have it but i don't know where it is i had it last show no clue where it is right now you know just trying yeah, to help like, out that sounds like yeah. That sounds like knocking. That, that, that's a horrible gavel sound. Uh, oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, so I saw this tweet uh, while scrolling through uh, the Twitterverse this morning, and uh, I had no idea who Bill Burr even was before today. And I, I kind of wish I didn't. Uh, he's kind of a douchebag. Uh, and he made some comments on the WNBA. So he claims that women failed the league. Uh, so this is what he said. Look at the WNBA. They've been playing in front of 300 to 400 people a night. First of all, that's not true. Uh, I, I think he means to talk about the Oakland Athletics uh, for the, a quarter of a century, not to mention it's a male subsidized league. Hmm? We gave you a league and none of you showed up. Hmm? Where are all the feminists? Also, hmm? this place should be packed with quote unquote feminist faces painted wearing jerseys going fucking nuts like the boy guys do. Oh, I, I, I said effing. Sorry. Uh, none of you went to the effing games. You failed them. Not me, not men. Women failed the WNBA. Ladies, name your top five WNBA players of all time. Name five WNBA teams. Name the WNBA team in your city. You can't do it. You don't give an F about them. Uh, first of all, like what the heck? <laughs> I don't know if you saw this guy's nonsense on Twitter, uh, but I can think of several things wrong with this. Um, some of the replies actually said that he has a point, uh, but otherwise I'm kind of just like, I, I don't think he's been paying enough attention. Anyway, uh, what are your initial reactions to this? I just feel like I've literally been having this conversation for hours and I am just so tired of having a conversation like they are 25 barely 26 it's the 26th season if you go back and compare and run the numbers to where the NBA was in its 26th season the WNBA is ahead of the curve yeah like 
it's okay to just be like, you know what? I forgot. I am comparing leagues with 50 season, like 50. That's a long time. 50 years. That's, that's such, if you just think about from birth to 50, right? Like that's a lot. They're not in the same, like clearly not in the same stage of growth. So you have to give them time, but also are you going to contribute or not? Like, my thing is, at least when I critique the league or criticize, it really is from a place of love, unless it's something that was like completely avoidable and it's funny and I'm going to get these jokes off. But at the end of the day, I feel like I can do that because I'm also doing the work. I'm Present. doing the research. I'm doing the work. Like it, it, It's essentially a good faith um criticism as opposed to this obvious bad faith comparison we have in front of us essentially like and i just don't know this goes back to again like this morning i tweeted everyone should have a voice but i do not believe everyone's voice should be heard and it's okay to say i don't have the knowledge to speak about this i am not qualified to have an opinion on this just say nothing because what did what do we gain from that? What do we gain from that? And I just really don't understand how people really truly believe that the support isn't there. Like on the space earlier, he was like, "Well, there's more. There are more women in the world. So why don't the women support the W? If all the women supported the W, y'all wouldn't need me." And I said, "We don't need men. We don't need you. If yeah, it's not yeah. for you, it's not for you. Like if it's not for you, it's not for you." Yeah, like even though I mean, like we do want to grow the game uh, just generally, but we aren't interested in bringing in, say, the, you know, neckbeard ESPN commentators telling us to make sandwiches or whatnot. Like we're we're, we're not interested in that. No, like we we definitely do not need the support of men. And uh, also, too, I mean, the comment about, you know, there are more women than men in the world. Like, what the hell? (laughs) that's just like such a terrible generalization like just like that that is not how marketing works first of all and also too that's not how like like i i i am just at a loss of words of how incredibly just galaxy brained and not in a good way that statement is like just the audacity like is it on sale i mean is it a summer clearance sale because why do you think we need you why do you think we care like i mean let's see i don't know a lick about badminton don't know nothing about it it could be busting it might not be i don't know but i don't go speaking about badminton like i don't show up to hashtag badminton twitter and be like badminton sucks right i don't speak on things that don't have anything to do with me and so earlier like when they were like oh they need to dunk more to do to do whatever um to appeal to us and he kind of used this example like a business like if you're a business you're going to do what appeals to your your customers or something like but you're not buying right like they're gonna appeal to their target audience you are not the target audience i don't want somebody that has negative views of the w and i have to put in the work to change your mind you're already over here i'm over here i don't need to come all the way over here to get you to come all the way back over here whereas if i'm here that person's here 
and there's someone in the middle who's indifferent, maybe doesn't know a thing about the W. That's a shorter distance. This is who I'm targeting. This is who I can come to and meet them in the middle and bring them back over here. If you already over here, I don't care. I don't want you. You can stay where you're at because no one is, is making you do anything. Like, it's just very simple. I don't like shrimp. Do I go in seafood boil places yelling, I don't like shrimp? No. <laughs> shrimp needs to, if shrimp wants me to eat shrimp, then shrimp needs to dunk more. <laughs> Who cares? I'm just like, I mean, look, I, I do come from an NBA team. I thoroughly enjoyed my job working for my NBA team, and there's nothing but love. But I just am kind of like, not sad to say, but I don't even really engage in NBA Twitter or just the NBA anymore because it's really hard yeah. to do both because it's just like, I don't, and it's just a headache. I don't like it. Um, and I just really wish they would just understand, like, you know, we good, we good without you. Like we not, we're, I promise we're not talking to you. Like we don't need you. And I don't know why they feel that way. Like I I'm familiar with games, right? They're exciting. I love a good dunk here or there, but I promise you all, eventually all the dunks start to look the same to me anyway. So like put in here, Oh, that dunk contest from NBA all-star. Good Lord. That was terrible. I'd rather see Arike break Kelsey Plum ankles 10 times over before I watch that whack dunk contest. Like dunking is not everything. I like it yeah, when somebody yeah. go through four defenders in the lane with a Euro and Toss it up, boom, kiss the glass. Give me that. That's I like the ankle breakers. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I love when I see videos of Caitlin, aka Splash Squad, saying, Oh, that's left hand on blue. Give me that. I like that. I don't need everything to be posterized all the time. Like, if we get a dunk, obviously we're going to go crazy. That's great. But just the audacity of a bunch of people who can't dunk telling them to dunk, you dunk. Exactly. Why don't you dunk? You know so much. Why you not in the NBA? You're not even in the G League. I'll do you one better. I'll create a, a H League. And you probably still won't make it there either. Like, all this angry people because your dreams got left at AAU. That has nothing to do with the women in the W. Or the players in the W, I should say. That has nothing to do with them. Do not take that out on them. Do not take that out on their fans. Just stay where you are. Okay. okay. I, I bet Spud Webb probably has a better chance of dunking than uh, those the, some of these men that make a lot of these comments. But anyway, I just got like a really great image of like someone in like like Zach Levine in a shrimp comp, like costume, like dunking. I, I thought that was <laughs> shrimp needs to dunk more. <laughs> you can dunk your shrimp. I'll stay over here with my crab legs, but that don't mean we beefing. Like, you know, I'll, I'll still, you know, eat the combination fried rice. I'm just going to pick around a shrimp. You see how I just simply didn't consume something that I didn't want to consume? Precisely. Just don't eat the shrimp. Like, I'll take your shrimp from you. I'll, I'll just, like, take my chopsticks and just, like, like pick up the shrimp right off your plate if you if you don't want them. <laughs> see how easy that was? That was so simple, you know? And I think there's just, like, this level of narcissism a lot of, like, these, these men have that they think everything is for them. They think that everything is supposed to be created for them. Everything is marketed for them, especially when something is primarily consisting of women. Uh, it just seems as if uh, uh, whenever you see like 
uh, a league full of women, they think, oh, like that this is obviously for me. And this, this is exactly like, but, but here are the changes I would make. But it's like, no, no, no one cares. No one cares because this is not for you at all. It's not for you. What's for you is for you. What's not for you. It's not for you. And like I said, it's okay. You just do not have to engage. I couldn't tell you how I could even find out if something from badminton was going on. That's no shade to badminton. Like I said, whoever played badminton, kudos to you because I can't do it because I don't even know what it is, right? But it's just like, you can just stay in your lane. Like, it's okay. You're about to have badminton Twitter all up in your mentions now. (laughs) Look, explain, look. And see, that's why I could be like, I'm telling you, I don't know enough. Come tell me what it is. Come show me something really raw right like I mean I used to bowl so I I like to watch bowling and there's like this video of this guy that's going around and he's like um who do you think who do you think you are I am makes no sense but everybody knows what it is and they knew it was bowling and they don't come at bowling and it's just like is why because it was a man I know you're not gonna speak ill of his athleticism because you can't do what he could do but because it's a woman that's picking up a basketball all of a sudden it's anything you can do I can do better but you can't and that's why I support um getting another show like similar not necessarily like a court of law or like a segment but someone will have to pay for security for obvious reasons but I vote I get my W friends and anybody else who wants to join and we go to other people's jobs and just yell at them, <laughs> especially if it's someone who's like on Twitter in the comments talking mess. And we can just easily find out like, oh, where do you work? Okay, I'm about to go to Six Flags. I'm about to go to the zoo, right? And you just do anything. Boo, you can't dunk. Or like, or like no one cares. In the kitchen. Or, or like who asked? <laughs> right, like. I would like to like show up like I'm, I'm just assuming that it's all just completely just boring just like nine to fives like I don't know what is I'm trying to think of the most boring thing I can think of like uh, maybe like a, like a, a software engineer <laughs> just kind of like sit there right at the computer boo like, your coding is trash yeah right. learn Python well, what the <laughs> I don't even speak in, I don't even speak enough of that to know but like just like whatever you're doing oh you still use the python boo we stopped doing that three years ago like you know (laughs) get some better moves you can't even code that was whack yeah no like just be like no one asked like as soon as they they write write a line of code like oh my goodness i would actually love to do that i actually think that would be a great future segment where we just show up to like people's doors and just like comment on every day just things they do like pouring a cup of coffee like no you're doing it wrong no right, that was terrible that, that was, was terrible. terrible i could pour coffee better than you like just super aggressive and i think it would be hilarious because they're not gonna they're not gonna last and it's just like so now think about it right now how do you feel see how we just didn't have to be here see how we sought you out to do this same concept yeah exactly yeah we, we we went over here got our asses on you know whatever uh we drove all the way to your job put this ec- extra effort in just to tell you how much you suck at your job mm-hmm. yep and and that is i don't know i don't have my thing but court okay. is adjourned I was gonna say, well, what, what is your ruling like, like like who are you holding in contempt today everybody everybody <laughs> Right. Judge Whitaker has ruled. Court is adjourned.
All right. Speaking of which, that's pretty much our show for today. Uh, thanks for kicking with it with us as usual. Now, Sabria, you've got a spaces going on later, I believe, right? At is it uh, seven tonight or eight tonight? It's it's eight because it's nine p.m. Eastern. Yes. So Hoopstresses has a space, but it'll be held on my Twitter at Sabria Whitaker to continue this conversation because it is about you know the Commissioner's Cup preview. We're going to dab a little bit into what happened on the timeline and in that space earlier today. And yeah. All right, good stuff. So I'll be tuning in. Hopefully uh, y'all should too. It's gonna be a good conversation, uh, but otherwise uh, catch us next week at as usual, same time, same place. Uh, but other than that, uh, we'll see you tomorrow at the Commissioner's Cup. I'll be live tweeting it. Uh, so follow me then. Uh, I'm at Scuriosa, S-C-U-R-I-I-O-S-A. Sabria, where can folks follow you? At S-U-B-R-I-A, Whitaker, W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R, and at Grow the Game W. Grow the Game W. Also, be sure to snatch up your tickets for the rest of the Sky uh, home season. Uh, not many games left, uh, but go to growthegamew.com. Buy your tickets there. Uh, grow the Game gets a cut of your ticket uh, purchases from there. So be sure to do that and support a great organization. But other than that, that's our show for today. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Sky and four.